Hello guys and welcome again. Today I have announcements to make. So 12th of February was a really big day for me. I launched my website and tied up with two companies. Subsarans, who provides wide range of supplements, would also provide you 15% off with my code FITFACT. I will also provide these details on my Instagram bio. So if you are in Melbourne, Australia, you can also get infrared sauna, ice baths or oxygen therapy with 50% code again. The code will also be on my Instagram account. The code is FITFACT15. So if you're in Melbourne, you can choose that. With the Subsaras, you can order online and they ships all over Australia. Unfortunately, for outside of Australia, I don't have anything yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so it will be soon. These companies also listed on my website as well. The website also have links to these companies, which is Subsaras and Regen Wellness Center. If you go to my website, scroll all the way down, you'll see these two companies you can just click on it and you're on your way to book your appointment or order anything you want to order online i wish you guys all the best ordering all these things and thank you for all your support so far and in the future Welcome to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Greywald. Hello guys and welcome to the brand new episode of the Fit Fact King. Guys, I am so excited today to tell you about today's guest. I have been chasing her for months and months and months and finally because of my friend Tony who has already been to this podcast too, she made it all happen. I cannot believe how doors get open when you make good friends. It's like when they say, surround yourself with the people who lift you up. This is exactly what I mean. I surrounded myself with the people who are just like me, training, improving every day, better lifestyle, healthy bodies, fitness. And this is what I love. And then I love having people exactly like me around me. And that just you know, lift my energy. And I love having this mindset because you know, it challenges you every day. It also improves your ability to focus on things. This guest was born in Sweden. She moved to USA in 2019. She's been training since she was 13 years of age. And the first time she lifted, she was at the farm helping someone just to farm chores. And she was told that how strong she was. I mean, I can't even imagine if someone tells you, how would anyone feel at 13 years of age if someone tells how strong that person is? She competed in figure divisions in the past and now she's just helping other people to live better life and be a better person, be a fitness, like just coaching to be a better person in life and then fitness everywhere. And the fun part is her father was also a marathon runner. I would say the mindset has come through those genes, that blood in her. Let's just not waste time. I don't want to talk about all these, you know, because you guys are going to listen to this in podcast anyway. So let's just not waste time. Please welcome Ida. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I'm so glad that you made this time for me um, and for the audience of this podcast to, you know, share your experiences. Can I just start with you? Like, just give us an, an introduction about you, you know, what you do, how long you've been doing this, just a random introduction. So my name is Ida. And this year I will turn 33 
I am originally from Sweden, but as of right now, and since four years back, I'm living in California in the US. Um, and I am a full-time coach and also content creator, I guess I could say that too. Um, so I am full-time pretty much always working by my computer mm. <laughs> and I do calls all day long. <laughs> um, I am a really big fitness enthusiast. I have been what people might in general call bodybuild for a lot of years now. Mm. I'm a former competitor. I do no longer compete, but I did compete in the figure division. Okay. Um, I did seven shows got four wins um and i am absolutely loving to coach others to feel balance and health and actually feeling that they can get to their strongest self whatever yeah. that might mean to them um and i coach both men and women so that is like a brief introduction <laughs> that's a good introduction so if <clears throat> this is your full time isn't it yes it is that's it is what I do. So tell me, being being coach and so say health professional, um, what's your day like from morning to morning to night? So when I wake up in the morning, which might be between six and seven thirty, depending mm -hmm. on how late I was working, yeah. because I'm also global online coach, which means which means that I have clients literally all over the globe. Opposite so the I have all too. time zones. <laughs> Uh, which means that I might have someone that needs me very late and I might mm. have someone that needs me very early. Yep. But let's say I start my day between 6 and 7.30. Um, and the first thing I do is to check emails, DMs and messages from clients. Mm. I head out for a walk to wake up to get mine, kind of my mind started, really. Yep. Yep. And then um, it is place roughly three to four hours on content while also uh, responding to clients yeah. along that time. And then I need to create, keep creating content, but going to the gym to do so. Mm. So no longer at home, but I yeah. switched to my second office, which is the gym. <laughs> um, and either it can be breakfast before or after, depending on how much time everything takes, right? Because not every day is the same in the time schedule wise. Mm. But pretty much the tasks are always the same, regardless yep. if it's Monday or Sunday, Tuesday or Saturday. It's yep. the same. Yep. Um, and then I get home, I eat, and I get back to work. I have either calls or other meetings or programs to do. Um, but then it's pretty much the same until it's like 11, 12 or 1 a.m. And I need to go to bed. And that's the cycle every single day. So, so how much sleep do you get in? Always on the phone. <laughs> how much sleep do Sorry? you get in? How much sleep do you get in? Um, I'm really trying to aim for seven hours. Doesn't really happen that often, <laughs> but I would say an average is like five and a half, six. Yeah, my mine's usually but six. I would like to have it higher. Yeah, for sure. My mine's usually six. It's been six for years and years, like. Sometimes, like if I yeah. if I try to sleep more than seven hours, I got headaches. I get headaches, and I just I just can't do it. Yeah, me too. I get almost more tired if I sleep longer. Yes, I don't know why. I get yeah. so like, ugh. but yeah. I also know 
that we do need sleep. And I've heard that females need even more sleep, yeah. especially if they are into like athleticism. We need even more sleep to get our hormones correctly. So mm. I am trying to be better and I might be up on like seven hours now, some days, but that is a good freaking day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we all hope for. <laughs> yep. True that. Um, so with your, when you do training, of course, uh, you have your partner, who helped you um making this content as well um yeah. what's your what's your timing of the exercises like how many hours in a day you train when you go in the morning or you have different timings so put cardio in the evening or the cardio in the morning and the weights in the evening uh no not really like that i rather just i know what i need to do and i just mm -hmm. depending on how my meetings are looking like i go to the gym like most often i take my walk in the morning and mm. also maybe one more in the afternoon or I just do the afternoon one and not the morning one, depending on when I hit the gym, yeah. um, depending on the hours that I need to be spending doing other things. But I would say I average maybe two to 30, um, two hours and 30 minutes on strength. Yeah. Um, and then cardio, maybe 20 minutes at the gym okay. um or actually just the walks that i do and often my walks are made with clients so i do like a walk and talk yeah. um because that keeps me mm -hmm. more focused and it gets them like oh accountability let's take a walk together let's move together mm. so i like that idea so you do like some of the days outside isn't it sorry so you do some of the days like a cardio outside or walking outside of the gym yes yeah absolutely yeah you heard you heard about that uh, 75 hard yeah absolutely have you tried i love 75 hard i like seriously i do already do all of it except two things yeah i have little time to read even though i love reading yeah um that is like something that i really need to force myself to do because mm -hmm. i feel like I had, I don't have the conscious to do that yeah. because it feels like someone else is needing me. Mm. Uh, but reading is one. And number two is that I also have, um, foodie channel. I am a foodie. I've always been. Um, so me and my husband, we are having a channel together where we do food reviews. Okay. And that is also not part of the 75 hard because you yeah. cannot have a treat meal. Yep. which yep, yep, would yep. mean that 75 days would be off from creating content to that channel that we yes. had for four years. You can have so, your husband to eat uh, all the food. <laughs> <laughs> I could, but nah, then I think we would do that together because we love yeah. the 75 hard yeah. ordeal. We think it's a great thing. Um, it's just a really good time of actually putting aside to focus solely on mm. creating new habits. And yeah, I love exactly. that. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I wanted um, to try that because I do most of the things too, you know. And I, but it's just like um, then you have to be really strict because on the weekends I go out with the friends or anything, and then I eat. I don't eat like proper diet, so I, I was just you know eat like wherever I can. But my Monday to Friday is like everything is the same thing. Like I don't change my diet, but it's only on yeah. the Saturdays and Sundays when when I'm out. I just I don't bother yeah. with the carbs or anything. I just eat whatever I get. So that's the only thing yeah. I was worried about. Like, if I start doing this, I'm going to stuff it up on these two days. <laughs> and I don't yeah, want to no, I, I, and I hear you like completely because I kind of 
my salaries are the same as yours. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be restrictive of food, but during the weeks I do choose to eat the way that I like eating and mm. because it makes be fueled the way that I need to be to be able to work out for three plus hours a day and to be able to work every single awakened moment of my day. I need to be focused. I need to be exactly. here. And if I have sugar, I'm not focused <laughs> whatsoever. So it's actually, I don't feel like I am restricting my weekdays at all. Mm. I actually just feel like I'm choosing what's better for me. Exactly. And the moment that I started to understand that concept, I was like, Oh, this is mind opening. Like, mm. wow, this is no longer hard yeah. because I was more focused on how food makes me feel yeah. than how I crave foods, if that mm. makes sense. Like, yes. I totally changed the game. And that's why I can stay pretty much the same throughout the year because yeah. it's not a. It's just a lifestyle for me. Yeah, it actually. is a lifestyle now because people like you and me and Tony or all the people you guys, you know, you're for like first one people I meet here as well. Like it's just a lifestyle. Like we don't think about going to gym or we have to go to gym or we have to eat this food. It's like a lifestyle. Like you don't have to think, it just happens. Yeah. It's just like it's what you actually nowadays choose first because yeah. it will make you feel good and you will hopefully sleep better which of i course. do because if i don't go to the gym i have an even harder time to sleep oh, yeah. because i need to be totally exhausted to be able to fall asleep <laughs> yes. otherwise my mind will race and yeah. that is most likely one of the things that you have when you're a very hyperactive personality exactly <laughs> you just need to be tired otherwise it's i hear you on this um so <laughs> when you when you uh, with your clients do you also provide the nutrition guide Yes, I do. So I think that like both nutrition and workouts are something that is like the golden golden nugget, the yeah. the key. <clears throat> because if because there's some clients that have a really hard time to feel motivated to go to the gym, but yeah. there's also clients that have a really hard time to eating good. But then I only try to make sure that they go for the route that is easiest for them right mm. here, right now. Mm. But then they're going to fall into being so balanced between those two. Because I I believe like if you're active, you're going to choose things that you, that you can feel benefits you while you're being active. Yeah. And if you're really like if you love food and you love you have no trouble eating healthy foods, you will also have more energy so that you can actually go about your day and be more active. Yep. So I think they are so correlated. So for me to exclude any of those, would just don't like, it wouldn't make sense to me. So yes, I am offering both of those. As, as you just options. mentioned, like, you know, some days the client would, you know, it's hard for them to motivate themselves. Like, how do you tackle those, those things? Like, you know, it's like, um, Suppose like I would say, oh, I don't want to train today, you know, and then they message you, uh, I can't come today, this, 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 but let's say you are already prepared, like what you want to plan for them. How do you make them to come work out or even if you're training online? So I, if someone texts me like, Hey, I struggle getting my butt to the gym today. How mm. do I? How do I switch that? Yeah. And then I go into like, okay, so why did you at first reach out? Why do you pay these money 
to actually have me help you yeah. in the first place. So I, I, and it's also very individual because all the clients are different. So yes. each and every individual might need a different tactic. Mm. And that's why I sometimes call myself a chameleon because yeah. I, I have different ways of handling different clients. Yep. Some people do need me to be really like hard and mean, like yep, yep, yep. get up, like yeah. stop being so lazy. And mm. other people might be like a full blown psychological kind of game plan to actually yeah. get them to go. Mm. Uh, but most often I ask them, why did you like, what, what is it with training that is important to you? And mm. how does it make you feel? So I'm trying to pick up their own experiences yeah because that is one of the things that i have realized that whenever we have experienced something positive yeah x amount of times we grow stronger and stronger and stronger just as much as if you only have experienced negatives yeah uh, and negative things or bad uh, experience at the gym or whatever is you're going to find it so hard to actually like it yes so you need to fill your cup with mm. the good stuff again exactly but it's also extremely hard to change that narrative in your own head if you're actually not yet in love with the process mm. so maybe my question will be hey how far have you gotten since mm. you started yeah and then maybe they can spin yeah. off of that yeah and actually get himself to go yeah i believe um like all of us, we get this sort of client, you know, they come for one week, like fully passionate about the gym. And then second week, they just disappears. <laughs> they just, you just can't see them at all. That, that, that truly happens often. And then when people come to me and that happens, and if they are very close to me, mm. um, I'll be like, okay, so what went wrong? What was mm. it that you actually, what anticipate, like, what did you anticipate from the beginning yeah and yeah. where did that fall off now mm. i think people in general do expect results a little bit too quickly and i yes. think that we in the fitness industry as leaders should really talk about more how long time it actually takes mm. as i said in in the beginning of our call just yep. before we went live, i have been doing what i'm doing for many years for 20 years <laughs> For 14 years, very, very straight. Yeah. And people still they wonder, like, how can you be so big? Well, consistency is the key. Yes. <laughs> you just have to be very, very like on what you're doing. Mm. It's like if I say, Hey, how can you be so good at chests? Well, I have been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I just started to like, I don't even do chess because I don't understand it whatsoever. <laughs> but people forget that something that they are really good at mm. has been something that they have been doing for a very long time. Exactly. Or that they have a very natural like fallacy for that they yes. just like, they like it. Yeah. So, and, and I think that we think that we can be good at something so quickly even though it needs X amount of hours and trials and errors before we get there. Yes. And the thing is like, you know, some people like, I'll give you an example. I had this client, um, he was 140 kilos and he wanted to go to the wedding after three months. And he said, I want to lose this fat in three months. I said, um, do you have a magic wand <laughs> that I can use? 
<laughs> I can help you lose that, but if you give me this magic wand, I can just use it quickly. So you need it in three months, like you said. And I said, like you three months, you might see minor change in your body. Even yeah. if you like fully strict, fully exercising every day, like strict diet. And then I said, okay, this was the first day that he said to me. And I said, okay, tomorrow, whatever you eat, you send me the picture from morning to night. And then, okay, the first picture I got, like perfect. Oh, it's with blueberries, some, you know, some nuts in this. And then I said, okay, this is perfect. So it's a good yeah. start. And the next picture I got, he had this, um, like, pre-packed meal from supermarket which i zoomed up with the nutrition it's like um had 40 i think 85 grams of carbs 45 grams of sugar and i replied i said like okay you need to read all this before you buy this <laughs> don't yeah, buy, don't buy pre-packed food yes don't buy pre-packed yeah. food if you can make it home that's the best thing you can do for your body yeah, totally. Like, oh. Did no. he manage to get no. down in weight before no. the no? No, he wouldn't. And, and, and then and when he was training, like he was always, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. I said, like, listen, you gotta do this, otherwise you're not gonna get results. But anyway, he he didn't last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, and so. and I think that to in today's society, I'm afraid that people are not up for the pain yeah um that comes with the gym or with hard exercise it doesn't even have to be at the gym but it is uncomfortable it is and i think that we're like everything in our society today is just so convenient yeah and we don't have to really like super fight hard for anything. We don't have to go out and hunt to get food on our table. We don't have to produce our own potatoes or rice and stuff yeah. like that. Because everything, you just go to the supermarket and you get it. And it mm. takes you like that. Yeah. Piece of cake, right? Exactly. And even that, people are not willing to do. And then, I know. But yet, they're demanding results that cannot come if they don't put in the work yeah effort is to be effort needs to be there yeah it does and and i think that might be what kind of makes athlete or i don't know like stand out a little bit is that mm. they are a little bit obsessed over that feeling of yeah. exhaust themselves to really put in the effort yeah. that's how they thrive that's how they feel good for me I have the hardest time. If you say to me now, like, hey, Ida, tomorrow you can only train for 45 minutes and you can only do three sets of 12 yeah. and then you need to be done at home. Mm. I would say, okay, then I want to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm not like saying three times 12 is not good. That's not what mm. I'm saying. I'm like yep, saying yep. is that it is so less of what I'm doing mm. that I would rather just don't. So I think it's very important that people understand what it is that they love doing. Yeah. For me, I love going to the gym and I love working my ass off yeah. every single time. Even if I'm tired, I still want to do it. Maybe it's only 70% of me that actually gets a really good workout, but at least I'm giving it 70%. Exactly. Even if I'm tired. Um, <laughs> but I just think that, as I said a couple minutes ago, I think it is that people haven't experienced the feeling mm. of feeling successful or feeling strong and that is 
the experience that I really want to help people feel. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's one of the things that if I could ever help as many people as possible, that is what I want them to be able to experience exactly. their own capabilities. Yes. That is what. 100%. And the thing is, like, as you just mentioned about this, you know, like people want quick results, people, the thing is like with what they see on social media or on YouTube or everything, because they don't see the real picture, you know, like we make content, we make like 15 seconds or 30 seconds content. The max is like, say one minute content in that one minute. Like, you know, we're not, we're not showing that all that two hours, what we've done all the one and a half hour, what we've done. Exactly. Yeah. They don't and see the, they don't fun. see those faces when we make lifting heavy. They don't see these faces that we're cringing, exactly. we're grunting. <laughs> exactly. And most often um, they are only giving us like five seconds to even give us the full content mm. and how can I put in all my 20 years of work in five seconds? You can't. It's just, it's impossible. Mm. So I, I just, I'm trying to figure out a way to in some way, transparently talk to people how, how much it actually needs to be an effort, Yeah, but it's going to be something that you like because the, the reward is so fulfilling and so giving. Yeah. So, it's just hard, man, to, to make, they want to see everything, but at the yeah. same time, they don't because it's too long. It is. Their, their it is. attention span is too short. Yeah. My attention span is too short. Mm. I really need to be super interested if I'm going to listen to the whole thing, right? Of 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. So any, any basic information on supplements that you provide to your clients? Yeah. So I always say this, um, supplements. You hear it in the word sup, sup. It's yeah. supporting you. Exactly. It's not supposed to be the magic wand, yes. as you said. <laughs> yeah. There's no magic pills. There's no quick fixes. Mm. What you should be focusing on are like, I have my own three solid foundations. And these are three things that I most likely would never, ever skip using ever again. Mm. First off, a really solid, valid micronutrient pack. You need to get like getting all the minerals and vitamins that you possibly need yep. because our soil is so drained on nutrients. 100%. So it doesn't matter how good whole foods you eat, you still need to add that on. So regardless if you're a fitness enthusiast or a beginner or someone that doesn't even train, mm. multivitamins, yes. Is the must. That is the number one. Yep. Uh, number two is something that aids your gut health. Mm. It is so valuable. And for some people that might be a greens powder, for some people that might be a digestive enzyme only, yeah. for some people it might be fibers, but just something that can help your gut. Because if your gut is unhealthy, it doesn't matter how freaking hard you work because yes. you will not get results either way. No way. <laughs> uh, so it's just like impossible. Yeah. Uh, number three, because I know how hard people think it is to get in protein. And I will say a very high quality protein to have at home at all times to actually just add in an extra scoop in a smoothie or in a mm. coffee or in yeah. your oatmeal or just on the go. Yeah. Because protein is number one. Yeah. The macros in my yeah. opinion. And this so is the hard thing, hard thing to explain to someone who doesn't realize how important the protein is in your body. Yeah. Okay. What I say is that you are a protein blob. Everything, 
everything you contain of is a protein. protein you yes. are acids and water. That's <laughs> yes. all you are. That's and they're it. like, what? I'm like, yes, that's true. And <laughs> if you're not eating enough protein, mm, yeah. your body will not optimally work because exactly. if you don't eat enough, there's no support for it. And then it's going to mm. break you down. Yeah. Like, That's oh. 100%. And what about the yeah. alcohol? Uh, so as far as the science that I have read, alcohol is one big MF, I was about to say. <laughs> Don't swear. That's uh, okay. No, but honestly. <laughs> it's honestly, probably adult listening uh, anyway. <laughs> I mean, alcohol can be fun, absolutely. But what you don't understand is that you put in such a huge chunk of a bad thing for your sleep for the upcoming four days. And then yep. you're probably going to have a drink again. And your sleep is your number one thing for your hormones to feel good and to have an optimally working body. Yep. So in your opinion, yes, every once in a while, no one, it's okay. Because again, restricting yourself will only hurt your progress even more because then you're going to crave it all the time. So it's not going to be funny. Mm. But the longer you stay away from sugar, the longer you stay away from alcohol or anything else that is less good for you, mm. whenever you then get back to consuming it again, it will not taste the same. Yes. I do like I consumed a lot of alcohol in my 20s. Mm -hmm. I will not gonna lie because I did work in the restaurant business for a long period of time in my life. And I was a party girl. I liked it. <laughs> I'm still very like, I'm a social human being. Yeah, of course. But for me now, drinking alcohol doesn't give me anything. Mm. So yeah. I'd rather just have a really giggly, fun, energetic energy drink instead and then have fun yeah yeah that's that's like you know it's it's a really good thing because i i was talking to someone about this alcohol and then this is the same thing they said that when they were drinking they were drinking really badly and once they stopped drinking getting to this lifestyle it's just it never happened for them just they just stopped drinking at all huh they didn't stop I mean, they stopped start? drinking at all. Like they stopped drinking every day. Like they yeah. used to drink every day and then it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like if, if someone offered me like, hey, should we go out and get a glass of wine to just mm. chillax? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that will happen once or maybe tops twice a year. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned now, I think I remember myself having one glass for the past two years. Mm. Jeez. I never crave it. There's nothing in me. I'd rather just have a piece of chocolate instead, or not even that. Like yeah. it doesn't at least chocolate will do some something good for your body. <laughs> no, it really doesn't do anything good, really. No, and, I heard about the gut bacteria. It helps um, improve your gut bacteria, chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate can be good. I mean, yeah, if it's, uh, I mean that would good do to you good than the alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah, freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree on that. Chocolate any day before alcohol. Yes. Yes. Um, so because you've been into this, you've been doing for a long time before all the social media came and everything. What do you think the social media has changed this industry? So this is, it is a hard question. But my, <laughs> my, the first thing that comes to mind is that 
it has helped it become public. Yes. And like that, it has been more publicly approved to be a person that cares about going to the gym. And it ha has helped so many people find their way to the gym mm. without being intimidated. Of yes. course, it's always scary whenever you start something new. It doesn't matter if it's a job, if it is a relationship, whatever it is that you yeah. don't know about, mm. it's always going to be scary. But I think fitness being such a big part of social media today, it feels like it has become something more socially aware yeah. and that, and people are interested and people like, oh, maybe if she could do that, I could do it too. Or exactly. he did that, maybe I can try that out too. Um, so yeah, I would say that it does, definitely has helped the fitness industry. And I mean, from when I started, as you said, I was doing this way before social yeah. media. I remember my first competition years, it was still like super new mm. and it wasn't like even a big thing whatsoever. And now it's just like, now people start to compete to be famous through social media. Exactly. It just yeah. like, yeah. It, it's stunning. Yeah. How and the thing is like, good thing, like this is how we connect. This is how me and Tony connected. You know, this, this is the good thing about the social media. But of course, there's like, I've seen like a lot of people know this, like there's a bad effect as well. You know, some people just uh, advertising wrong things, like, you know, giving wrong information. That's very common as well. Yeah. Which is, that's why I, in the beginning said, oh, I'm a little bit so-and-so <laughs> because I am really happy for the opportunity to be able to reach out and to yeah. be able to see so many parts of the world through a screen right mm -hmm. but i am also extremely um scared over the fact that people don't know how to actually really look into what is said on social media like yeah. they don't take anything it's just like you can literally sell them anything if you are yes. a good salesperson oh, of course. you'll be able to sell anything and People are not um, critic enough or searching for answers enough. Yeah. They'd rather just like, oh, she did that, mm. so maybe this will work. Instead of, okay, how did she do that? Mm. And how? Because again, we only want quick answers, quick oh, results, yeah. quick everything. Yes. 100%. So yeah, it is, it is really, um, it's a tricky thing uh, mm. with social media, but I think... I also, I, I'm one of those persons. I just love seeing the good stuff yeah. in everything yes. rather than seeing negatives. When you, when you um, see the good stuff, you, you always see good things around you anyway. So, you know, you don't feel, you don't see the bad or negative things, even if there is there, because you're not going to look for that. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to focus on the good stuff that it can bring, even though, of course, since I just said that I want people to be more critical on the information that is out there but it's also up to them it's their own like they need to look into it yeah. um i just hope that my way of being can be something that people okay i can relate to her i can understand what she's saying so i'm trying to never overcomplicate the things that i'm saying yeah. wow something is going on in the hallway <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it was a huge Huge sound out there. Oh. Yeah. Um, so let's say, what inspires you today? Like before, you probably done this. Um, um, what do we say that? 
um, you started as like, you know, started lifting these, as you said, like rocks and stone and all that, that helped you. But now what inspires you? That I'm capable. Of? Of always proving myself to myself. That I am, um, I'm so much stronger than I was when I mm -hmm. started. Yeah. And I'm also very inspired by seeing other women daring to be become more than they are. Yeah. I love that other women dare to kind of step out of the norm mm. and be muscular. Yeah. Masculine and muscular is not the same thing. It's not and the same we thing. human beings, human beings, we all have muscles. Yeah. We are protein. So we yep. are muscles. <laughs> That's kind of how we can move. Some people have tall, long, slender muscles. Mm. Some people have shorter muscle yep. bellies and look more round. Yeah. Um, some people gain muscle mass very quickly. Some mm. people don't. Yeah. I am one of those who does. But I also that also means that I really need to be very neat with my food. Otherwise, I also go up in body fat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what inspires me is to see that other women dare to jump off the cardio yep. and jump off the fat diets and yep. to really like put in the work at the gym. That yep. inspires me. Mm. Yeah. Um, what has been your biggest challenge all your life? <laughs> hmm. So, like, it depends on if we're talking like emotional or if we're talking. You can, like, you can use like biggest challenge. What you thought, like you know, um, that has been a really biggest challenge for you in any field, in any way. Is it emotionally, physically, or any mentally? Um, I would say like something that was both the easiest and the hardest choice I've ever done was to move from Sweden to the US. Okay, when did you move to USA? Sorry? When did you move to USA? 2019. Okay. So it wasn't so that long. No, it's the fourth year this year. Um, mm. But it's also like for me to go from being a figure competitor mm. to be super shredded, <laughs> to become or go back to being a balanced woman, yeah. Uh, go back seeing that the scale goes up in mm. the beginning. Actually yeah. understand that that's how it's supposed to, that you're no longer supposed to, after a years of dieting, yeah. you're not supposed to go down anymore. You're supposed to go up. I think that was one of the challenges that taught me the most mm. about myself. Yeah. So that is a really, really big challenge. Mm. Uh, one of the reasons why I stopped competing because I felt like that was such a huge life lesson of also gaining acceptance for myself again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, those two are super big and also losing people around me, losing oh, friends. Yeah, it's also yeah. like friends and family. It's still like the mm. biggest, I really love people. Yeah. And losing the ones. So I think that has gotten me to become more reserved in getting mm. new friends. Yep. Yep. I because understand. I that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So those are my top three <clears throat> really big challenges. Um, 
because I have lost a lot of people. And I think seeing my dad um, get diagnosed with ALS okay. when I was 18. Yeah, I was 18. Mm. And he had him pass away mm. just before I turned 20. Seeing his deterioration, <clears throat> because when you have ALS, your body just kind of stops functioning. Okay. So your everything it's just it's like a, a really bad muscle atrophy. So okay. you lose your control and seeing him go from a marathon runner being oh. super active and super everything. He was just like a super super dad to not being him the the last few years mm. and still kind of myself being so young and being like okay, I need to I need to head into being someone that can provide mm. that is also like, it's tough and it molds you as a person. Of course it does. Yeah. Um, and seeing someone that close loving to be active and yeah. no longer being able to be that active, mm. that still, that scares me still to this day, because I mean, as I said, I work out roughly three hours or more per day. Yeah. I cannot even picture in my head not being able to do that. Yes. But I'm always humble for that. Op like, it's still something that can happen. Yeah. And I can never take for granted that this is the way that my body will allow me to move for the rest of my life. 100%. So, yeah, that is a rough <clears throat> one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, have you ever lost any friends due to your lifestyle? You mean like friends that just like I I don't get where you're doing this. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Maybe you actually, haven't said it, but they have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually, I because think I've, I've that... listened to once Seabum's um, um, interview, and he said that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 very very common. I think. Yeah. Uh, but. I think I'm just blessed with really good friends. <laughs> uh, they, I like, I still remember my first um, body fitness or a fitness figure, <laughs> figure challenge competition. Yeah. Competition. They were like 15 people coming up. They had made t-shirts and everything. Nice. They were like not the people that joined me for my gym sessions, but they were the people that like supported me through thick and thin. Mm. And now I live nine hours away from them. We hardly talk, but it's not due to the fact yeah, that I'm not. living in a child. Yeah. It's because they have kids, full-time jobs, and we live nine hours in the wrong time zones. Yeah. We still text, we still talk. But I totally get what you're saying because that is very, very common that people lose mm. their friends. But I rather see it like this. And this is maybe the reason to why I said no, I don't think so. It's because everyone evolves. Yeah, you're 100%. supposed to change. Yes, and you might. This question might come from someone that goes from just being in school to actually get a corporate job and change their entire life. Mm. That and yeah. not see eye to eye with friends that they had when they grew up. Um, so I totally get what you're saying, but I think if you and a friend split ways or part yeah. ways, it's yeah. most likely because you actually grow. From each other instead exactly. of together yes 100%. So, that's also true yeah so what's your biggest strength my biggest rent strength 
strength sorry um i am stubborn as hell <laughs> no never, i think actually, i've never heard this from anyone <laughs> i sometimes honestly i'm mad over the work ethic that i have yeah because i know that my work ethic can kill me someday <laughs> that is god honest truth um i i really hate giving up okay that's, that's a one personality um, and, I have too. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good for us. Um, it's 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 daunting to have, um, but it also makes me a little bit unable to take on things that I'm huh, hardly yeah. feel yeah, yeah. like. If I don't feel wow, I just don't do it. Yeah, exactly. I even took like math in college because i hated it in school so i didn't choose to do like mathematics b because yeah. i was like i'm getting like i got hardly gonna pass when yeah. i was in high school i'm, like, I'm hardly gonna pass i'm gonna take english instead because i'm gonna fly through that got an a plus instead of a c minus so <laughs> <laughs> i have always uh, been like that, that though, that's you know, the like, weakest subject i ever had so i'm not i'm not a mathematician Person. <laughs> no, me neither. doesn't work well together. Um, so let's say, you know, you've 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 been in the industries for quite a while, quite a long time. What have you seen is meant to be like? What people think is the biggest myth in this industry? Oh, can you give an example, please? So let's say, um, as we said, like, you know, before, um, some people think, um, you go to the gym, you do like four, um, four or five days a week and three, six months, they have abs and all this is like a myth. So what do you think? Um, what's the biggest myth people have in this? Oh, mm. <laughs> oh there's so many, dude, they are so many. Oh. Um, oh, wow, this is a <laughs> you can, you can make a list of them. <laughs> I have like plenty of freaking myths, man. Um, uh, that carbs makes you fat. Oh, yeah. It's not an incredible, stupid thing. Uh, I, I just cannot stand that. No, it's not the carb. It's the amount and the pairing of the carbs and fat because yeah. carbs and fat together is heavenly yeah. in all sense <laughs> uh, and it's gonna get you addicted to it mm. um or that protein makes you bulky or mm. that lifting weights make you bulky yeah um or that you should do cardio fasted to lose weight i don't believe that for a second no, me too i believe cardio should be done whenever you have the most energy to actually expand yeah cardio should be something that you go to the gym or go outside to do to get fresh air or to actually get some hard hard work for your your heart health mm. and to improve your stamina in the lifting yeah you're not like you need muscles to be able to burn more fat so try to get that in the same rhythm as that yep that. <clears throat> I, exactly the the way you said it um the the carbs because i used to i used to train empty stomach in the morning or in the COVID time when I was, I was working from home. 
so I didn't have to go anywhere. So I used to wake up like three thirty. I'll go out, you know, do my training, like sort of cardio, and come back, eat. But when I started doing this, eating my proper breakfast before going to the gym, it did not affect anything. So I was thinking. Mm, I don't know why I choose to go empty stomach, <laughs> but I, I mean, could I easily. Think, I think it's really like individual there. Like so many believe that you need to do something fasted or not. I believe that everyone is so different. Yeah. For me, sometimes I really enjoy going to the gym uh, fasted just because there, maybe I don't have enough space from my meal to my workout. Yeah. Then I rather go past it because I don't want all the blood to be centralized in my stomach if I mm. want it out to my shoulders or my legs yeah. or wherever I want to train because we want to optimize the blood flow to the area we're going to of work, course. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but sometimes if let's say that I wake up at seven and I know I will work until 12, of course I'm going to have breakfast before because yeah. I'm going to be starving and I'm not going to have energy left because mm. I will be so focused on the growling in my stomach yeah but to go on fasted if you train early because you had most likely enough food from the day before yeah it's still in the system so it's all depending on look at your schedule look at how you are as an individual yeah. and base it on that don't base it on someone saying you're going to get more ripped of being fasted yeah i think it's I think everything with health and fitness really goes into getting to know yourself. Yeah. Tune into this and 100%. you will get it. Yeah. My final question to you. Okay. <laughs> is right, I ask it. everyone um, why your biggest why? Why did you do this? Why do you do this? Why are you doing this? Or why would you do this? For the love of it. Yeah. There's so therapeutic. It is such um I mean, I guess many people have experienced a runner's high. For me, it's just the same thing in lifting weights. There's such an endorphin rush within me yeah. every time I do it, even on the crappiest freaking workouts, it still makes my day. Mm -hmm. And for me, that is also the reason why it's so hard for me to not go, to yeah. have a rest day. That is so hard because I don't know where to get that fix. Mm. Because it doesn't, it's just hard for me to get there for something else. Because yeah. the lifting is very self-uplifting. And it makes you confident in everything else that you do. Because it doesn't only make you stronger and give you bigger biceps. It actually makes you stronger as a person. Because... Every single time you go there, you exert yourself and you understand, wow, okay, I could do that. So yep. what else can I do? You build your confidence in a way that just like, I don't know, there's like, it's amazing. So my why is the passion for it, the love. Yeah. And that's, I think, for everyone, isn't it? Like most people do that, you know, some people say that they, because they like helping people, some people have a different story, you know, how they've been in the past, what has caused, you know, like it could be family issue or anything. 
or like Tony, Tony was different. Like, you know, she had like doctor told him like, you, you can't even walk. And she wanted to prove doctor wrong. And then this is yeah. like a really inspiring story. And then, and I said to Tony, this is amazing that how you come up with, you know, like you changed the whole thing. You just changed the whole perspective of uh, a doctor must be thinking I should just rip off my degree. And then. <laughs> yeah. So like, and that's, that's also one thing. I think that many people might jump on the fitness journey to prove someone else is wrong. Um, and it's still going to be uplifting for that yeah. person too. Uh, and, and I mean, if, if I would say why I have my job the way that I do yeah. my coaching business, that is solely because I want other people to experience the same passion or yeah. experience their own strength. I want them to understand that they can. Yes. And if I can help just one person understand that, it will help my, it, it will make my entire life. Yes. Because <laughs> It's so important for me to see other people succeed. 100%. And not many people think that way. No, they don't. No. So, yeah, that's a, those are my two whys. Um, and I think it's really important that more people that has this, like, that want to lead others and who, who wants to help, that they actually do that. Because yeah. personal training, is very personal it is. and it's a person to person connection because mm -hmm. regardless of how good I might be, I am not suitable for everyone because yes. everyone doesn't get by and vice versa. No. I cannot help everyone. So we need to be plenty yeah. because we are so many people on board of this planet. Exactly. And seven, yeah. seven, now it's eight billion. <laughs> Jeez. That's <laughs> but that's concludes our session. Thank you so much for taking this time and then coming on the show. Thank you really so much. For yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been a fun talk and I really, I'm really happy that you invited me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.